Welcome to Between the Lines, a podcast by the Timothy Project. Tune in to an intriguing, mind-stimulating podcast where your mind-boggling questions in the Bible are analyzed. Simply breaking down mysteries in the Bible, precept upon precept in the scriptures until we see Jesus. Be blessed as you listen. Hello. You're welcome to Between the Lines, the official podcast for the Timothy Project. And this is our very first episode so you'll be hearing a lot of introductions i'd like you to to meet the voices you'll be hearing so first i am geo benny i'll be your host for this amazing podcast and i'm here with two amazing people bethmond mensa um i'm the founder and president of timothy project and the in-house bible geek exactly okay and i am solomon Otu, um chief editor um uh, of the Timothy Project. Um, well, I'm, am I also a Bible geek? I don't think so. But we try, we try. <laughs> and here at In Between the Lines, we dissect our blog posts that are already on our website. And so every single time, we would encourage you to look at the blog posts, read them, digest them, and then come here. So if you haven't at all, just pause this for a while, go look at our website, and come back. We're waiting for you. We actually won't. So we're going, we're moving on. Um, like I said, this, this episode is mainly about introductions, at least for the first part. And so we'd like to introduce the Timothy Project to you. And there's no better person to do that than our founder, our papa, our rabbi, the Bible geek, Beth Mond. The crowd is clapping for you, Beth Mond. So what's, what's inspired the Timothy Project? Okay, um, the Timothy Project has this very long winding story to its origins. So um, for about five to six years, I was um, a facilitator with ICGC Calvary Temple at the youth department. And whilst there, I saw a lot of and trained a lot of young people together with the team of facilitators. Um, who passed through the youth, graduated, and joined our main services. But on their way out, um, some kept coming with requests that, oh, they liked the way I was quite conversant to the Bible, I understood the scripture, so they wanted some form of um, tutelage. And um, for me, at a point, I thought everybody was like I was, so I felt like, oh, just read the Bible, it'll be good, you'll be good. Like, so just read the Bible. Like, no, 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 no. It's, it's not eh? that simple. <laughs> so, um, um, that's where the conversation started from. Okay. But, um, so I just left it for a bit. Then, um, some two years ago, mm-hmm. uh, some of the youth started pressing the issue that this time we are not going to take your, just read the Bible. You need to find a day for us and teach us. Okay. So we, uh, when one, co- one of our, corner rooms and uh, we started so Thursday evenings we're having our meetings and then then COVID hit us after a year COVID hit we couldn't uh, meet we needed to find creative ways of still meeting so we 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 took advantage of the internet started having um, online classes yeah then um one day in prayer um, I just felt a strong burden to take what we do some of the topics and the modules we run Turn them into insightful blog posts for the world and people at large to read. So on uh, 15 September, uh, we launched out. Nice. And uh, 
it's been it's been an amazing journey so that that that's why we are here that's and that's how we got here that's how we got here but for um the so the name the name okay. timothy project um, um so for for you guys here and those who are around me one of oh, most people know one of my favorite bible characters is paul mm. actually yeah and and um so i was studying paul and uh how paul did his mentorship and who's paul's protege was and we okay. we see t- people like titus and timothy yeah. mm-hmm. but we see the relationship between paul and timothy most prominent in scripture yeah. how paul goes to lystra picks up this young disciple he's head of and starts traveling with him you see the training process there sometimes paul would go to a city leave timothy there go to the next city timothy comes along later we see sometimes that in when paul writes to timothy in ephesus he's left him to pastor the whole place in ephesus mm. and even appoint elders and raise up other pastors there so like we see timothy's a relationship progressed from travel companion mm-hmm. to co-worker to troubleshooter to like a, a contemporary in his own right yeah. then in philippians he tells the church in philippi that see i have no one as like-minded so when you see paul saying in first corinthians 11 verse 1 that follow me as i follow christ we actually see that he's not just or, uh, putting out platitudes mm-hmm. he actually means what he says and yeah. timothy is like that example for us so yeah. when we say the timothy project we are saying that um we are embarking on a discipleship uh, program where we pick a young timothy and groom him into a mature timothy mm-hmm. like we see in the scripture that's lovely uh, so to you yeah so too <laughs> so i want to know at what point you you got into this when were you when were you um probably the word is not initiated when 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 were you introduced <laughs> to the timothy project and what what was this for you what made you stick around yeah so um as bethman rightly said um it all began with the classroom uh, sessions uh, so you were there at that time yes yeah, so i i joined a bit later okay. um i had i i think i had from Bedmond himself that he was having these kinds of sessions mm-hmm. and i was like oh my guy this is very interesting <laughs> i i would love to be a part mm-hmm. and so i came for um one of the sessions and i was hooked and so um as he rightly said uh, unfortunately after a year covid hit so we didn't have the opportunity to be meeting in person like we used to um so we're taking more or less advantage of the internet, um, trying to meet on Zoom and all of that. You but think it was, it was as effective? Yes, for the most part, okay. it was. But then I realized that um, a lot of the things that we had, we had been discussing um, were now taking shape in the form of a blog okay. on our website. And I, I, when I read the first couple of uh, blog posts, I just approached but when I was like, this is great. Mm-hmm. And I think that we really need to um, really focus on the blog post because unlike our classroom sessions, which are quite restricted to only a, a few number of people, um, the blog post is always on our website and it's exposed to the whole world. Exactly. I, so please go check it out now if you haven't. Yeah. It's an amazing blog post. Yeah, it the is. The blog itself, I mean. Yeah, and, and I remember one thing I told him is that we, we need... 
we and I, I'm, I'm, I've been tagged with this label in Timothy Project, but <laughs> I, I don't mind. I wonder what that label is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said to him that we need to make our content um, world class. Oh, you didn't say what the label was. Oh, hashtag against. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm labeled, labeled as a critic. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm labeled as a mm. critic, and it looks like I, I, it's just, it's just that I want to see the best. They explain, they yeah, explain. and they explain plenty. But like, it just like I just want to see the very best that we can and do. Needed, yes, exactly. So I spoke to him. I said, "Yo, Bethlehem, we need to make this thing um, world class." And so that has been uh, the motivation behind. Um, what we're doing and so everything that we seek to put out we want to make it put it uh, to that standard yeah so that's how i came into timothy project and uh, i can say it's, it's been a wonderful journey so far yeah and, yeah. I, and i feel like we are getting that world um, audience yeah because you're reaching people from malta to canada to south africa and you should really see the website it's <laughs> It's amazing um, with the blog posts. And yeah. I just really love the way the, the writing is so easy to consume. Like everything is so beautiful in the way it's written. Yeah. And you don't have to find it. It's not, it's not, it's not a hard, I mean, it's a hard teaching, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it's presented in a very easy to read way. Yes. And very enjoyable as well. Yes. I, I believe that is intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, because, well, you would realize that story, every. Well, at least everybody in the world I know yeah. um, loves to hear stories. True. And a lot of the things that we learn um, are told, we learn them through stories. True. So everybody loves a good story. And for us, um, a lot of the hard truths that we seek to distill from the word of God, we we encapsulate it in, an, in a story, in a narrative. Exactly. And for the most part, you realize that uh, a huge chunk of the Bible, uh, it's, it's written in narrative form. True. And a lot of the lessons there, even Jesus Christ, in, in whilst he was here on earth, told a lot of mm-hmm. his his lessons, taught a lot of his lessons in parables and in stories. Okay, so yeah. it's it's a very profound and um, effective way of communicating truths and lessons to people, and so that is why we have adopted that kind of uh, medium to tell uh, or to teach and teach people about God and discipleship and all of that. Exactly. So this is the Timothy Project, a disciple-making ministry. And the aim is to train and disciple young believers and equip them with necessary skills and knowledge. Now make them function as worthy ambassadors and disciple-makers in the community and in the body of Christ. So Bethman, how how do you envision this project accomplishing this vision? That's in... Right now, we know that there's, there's a website which has very amazing blog posts. But um, in 10 years, 20 years, moving forward, how, how do you expect that we train people to be? Okay, disciples? so there are, there are three strands that um, guide everything we do here at Timothy Project. Okay. The first thing is um, discipleship, right? Everything boils down to you becoming more like Christ and making people like Christ. The the second thing is to improve biblical literacy. Mm. So in our... Everybody should become a Bible geek. Yes. <laughs> if I had my own way. Yes. So um, to improve biblical literacy. So if you uh, pay attention to our blog post, you realize that um, we, we spent some time doing a lot of uh, intricate dissections mm-hmm. and... 
explaining things that could be easily glossed over. Yes. That's the biblical authors intentionally added to enrich the story. Yeah. yeah. And um we also want to um help people read the Bible better. That's why we spend time retelling the story mm. to help you see what you might have missed on. And the last thing we 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 cherish here is um practical Christian living. Sure, so sure. we try to um, make the lessons and everything as practical as possible. So these are the things that guide us. And in the next 10 years, we want to see um, a lot more Timothys out there. And uh, by mm. Timothys, it's gender neutral, right? Just, yeah. to, just, to, <laughs> just to be clear. We're not offended, yes. please. <laughs> um, we are looking to get more people who have grown up. Like our vision says we are raising young Christian thinkers and leaders who are committed to the Great Commission. Yeah. So with all of these things, we want people that are able to pick up the issues that we have in society, the struggles mm -hmm. that we have, the, the problems that are facing our world today, and think through it deeply and provide solutions that are gospel-oriented, mm. right? Yeah. That are um, uh, cruciformed. That is, they come through the lens of the cross, mm -hmm. okay. right? And provide the answers and the solutions to the problems facing our world. Because our world is deeply flawed and deeply plagued. Yeah. Mm. And um, so we are also looking at, um, at the end of the day, expanding our our classroom sessions. We are hoping that in the next few years, we will have our own institute, the mm. Timothy Training Center, or Timothy Theological Institute. The name will come when the time <laughs> comes. So um, we'll have a center to train people who want to grow and go deeper we're also hoping we can have some um, uh, pre-recorded um, uh, sessions online where you can just go online, take the resource material, the modules that we have, That's listen lovely. to the um, lectures and go on your own journey to become a, a Timothy. That's, that's, yeah. that's nice. And I see here in um, the mission portion that participants get the room to express their ministry gifts. How exactly would that, would that play out? Okay, so um, uh, Timothy Project as it stands now is run by people who were in the first cohort of Timothy Project. Okay. So uh, most of the people that were in the classroom sessions are those who are now using um, their gifts, their talents, and what they have learned and acquired to help run Timothy Project. So yeah. that's what we do. So we equip you, we give you the room and the avenue to explore and use what you have, mm. right? So, and it doesn't necessarily have to be within Timothy Project. After mm -hmm. you uh, gain the experience, you can fit into your church as a better resource person to yeah. get this work done out there. So, but uh, we always give the participants the avenue to explore within timothy project okay and well you're saying a lot of things first of all and these things seem like they are you would need a lot of money yeah and funds so how how is it run or you have some stuff some stash oh no, no 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 timothy project is crowdfunded so um, can you please say the word it's crowdfunded <laughs> <laughs> so um uh, what we do here is made possible by the generous gifts and donations of our participants, our readers, and, and soon listeners. listeners. Yeah. Exactly. And um, we would ask that if you are listening to us and you appreciate what we do, we know your first line of commitment is to your local church. That's but okay. But if 
uh, you've been touched in any way and you want to help us get the message of Jesus Christ out there and help train people to be well-functioning, thinking leaders and Christian apologists, evangelists, and just practical Christians, we would humbly ask that you support us. Our giving options are available on our website and in the description for this particular podcast. Thank exactly. you. God bless you. Yeah, you heard it <laughs> exactly. So you can you can do the needful. And as Bethmond said, there are lots of things in in Christendom that are glossed over, and that's why this podcast is here for us to delve deep and deeper into these things, and even deeper into our blog posts. And so we would zoom in into our first blog posts. Are you a disciple? We've been hearing disciple, disciple, disciple making over and over again. And now we want you to take some time and ask yourself, am I a disciple? Thank you guys so much for staying with us. We've learned what Timothy Project is about and, um, it's very exciting to know that there are a group of people that are focused on the Great Commission, focused on making disciples and making those disciples people that are equipped to make other disciples. <laughs> and so the very first post is, are you a disciple? And so too, what was your favorite part of this post? Um, for me, I think it's... Um the last words that Jesus leaves to us, which, which are found in the Great Commission. Um, it is said that the, the last words of a dying man are the most important. Mm -hmm. For Jesus, the, he, he, these are the last words of a resurrected man leaving the earth. Yeah. And I think it carries a lot of weight and impact. He says that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the earth. This is the Matthew 28 from 18 to 20. Now, I, this is important for every believer. Mm -hmm. and, and it's a commission that we all need to take to heart because mm -hmm. these are the last words of Jesus before he left the earth, after he resurrected. And for, for anyone who will not see if, if for instance you will not be engaging someone in a long time so let's say you are departing on a on a journey um maybe you are going overseas or something and you want to leave maybe your loved ones a message you try and tell them the most important things that are on your heart yeah and it is expected that these words that you leave with your loved ones or whoever you care about will be taken to heart. And mm -hmm. if there's an instruction within those words, you expect that those instructions will be followed. Mm -hmm. And we find ourselves in the same situation with, with, with our relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, he comes on the earth and he comes to fulfill a certain purpose. After which he says to us that, I, whilst I was here with you, I taught you guys a couple of things. I worked in a certain way. I did my, my things in a certain way. And I am asking that as I depart the earth, you guys also go out and teach others about the things I have taught you. Help them walk the way I have walked. Make disciples of them. 
as I have made disciples of you. Yeah. And so for me, that is for that is the crux of this post for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, before you can even do that, in in, the, in those last words, Jesus Jesus gives to his disciples the impression or that there is a an assumption in there that he has made disciples of them, and so they should also go and make disciples of the world. Okay. Okay. And so you yourself must be a disciple, and I think mm-hmm. that that is the question that is on the mind of everybody when you read that post are you a disciple what does it mean to be a disciple who is a disciple Mm -hmm. and uh, for me i I, maybe batman may expand on that a bit more but in my mind a disciple is some simply somebody who um follows after another person who learns from that person and tries to be like that person Mm -hmm. okay so in 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 us in us uh context as christians we we learn from christ mm-hmm. we we imbibe his teachings and we try to be like christ to reflect that same uh image so that when people see us they we reflect christ okay i think that uh, uh, moving moving further down the narrative after christ left Okay, the disciples then, who did not really refer to themselves as Christians, were given the the, the title Christians or the mm-hmm. name Christians first in Antioch. When the when people saw the way they behaved and conducted themselves, they said that these these people are Christ-like. Yeah. And so they adopted that name as Christians. They didn't give that name to themselves. And so uh, it, it goes to say that if you are a disciple, mm-hmm. there is somebody that you are reflecting. Okay. Yeah. And in today's world, to bring it into, uh, to bring it further home, uh, we don't really call people don't really refer to themselves as disciples, rather mm-hmm. they refer to themselves as fans. So, <laughs> so they okay. are, so they they have probably a role model, and they are mm-hmm. and they are fans of so so and so. They are fans of maybe maybe in Ghana they will say they are fans of Shatawali or fans of somebody, right? Okay. Right. But in being a fan, right, there is there is uh, a role model that you are looking up to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that you may even try to speak like True. you dress, you like, dress like, talk like you talk like walk like mm-hmm. okay and there's there are ideologies mm-hmm. that that role model expounds that you believe in yeah okay and that in that's that simply um embodies what a disciple is True. yes so that so so if you ask me who a disciple is that is a disciple. Didn't Soto say he was not a Bible geek? Because almost my, my mind has been blown, literally. And oh, I've yeah. read this post. So no, he's, he's a geek in his own Oh, it's not, it's, not, it's not pressure. It's the truth. Please don't mind it. I'm that not geek. They were supposed to be fans of Jesus. And it got me thinking that fans, like you said, they look exactly like, like the person they are following. Mm. Right? Yeah. But I feel like in... In Christianity now, we want to look more like the world instead, like the other, like the other side. Like we're supposed to look more like Jesus, but we are we are following a different directive. So why is it important? Like just for both of us, I mean, yeah. all of us. Why is it important for us to to be disciples? Who like to take that? Why is it important to be disciples? Yes, I why think, should I um, and talk like him? At the end of the day, that's why we are truly here. Mm-hmm. So, um, to get the why, it will take us a very long <laughs> journey of unpacking. Yeah. 
So I'm going to try my best to condense the whole Bible into like uh, timing, right? Mm. Give me like right. five minutes. Mm. So, we have to time. <laughs> so um, in the beginning, okay. uh, in the very, very, very beginning, Genesis 1, we see God um, uh, making man. Mm-hmm. And the Bible tells us that God makes man in his image and in his likeness. To, that means God made man to be like him. So the actual yeah. essence of being for every human being is to reflect Jesus. So when people are advocating for human rights and not really asking what it means to be human, what it actually means to be human is to be like God. Right? Okay. So that is what it means to be human, to reflect God. To reflect God's love, His kindness, His patience, everything that is good about God, we are to reflect it. And that is what makes us truly human. Um, three pages let's, in let's your... Let's take some time yes. to, to let that settle. That to be truly human is to be like God because in the beginning we actually created to, to be, be like, like God. Him. Yes. Hmm. All right. So three so, pages, three pages into our Bible. I know, I know relax. so many so, so questions it, want to come over here. No, the, the, but no, the we would explore. <laughs> the look, ex- he gotta say something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just it, 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 I mean, the the converse of that statement just hit me and it hit me hard. And I I, I think that uh it's it's a call to it's an, it's an urgent call mm-hmm. because then what Bethlehem is saying is that then if you are not a disciple of christ then you are not really human, human. Uh-huh. yes uh-huh that hits me too yeah and and and, and so if you if you are human all right i like and, the look on your face <laughs> right now if you are a human and 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 the rest of your your like your friends and your family are not human what are you doing about it yeah that's the call that's the 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 agency that and this is what i love about the timothy project and the this podcast is that you you are you are allowed to to you know see beyond what we are made to from beginning like it's not just about what you've grown to to see or to to know as true like we are we are being we are being told other things that will actually build us up yes Mm -hmm. the status quo is being shattered Mm -hmm. and i think that a lot of us have heard things said in a certain way and have believed things in a certain way and yeah. which may not necessarily be the truth. And one of the things that we seek to do with the Timothy Project is for, for you to think for yourself, mm-hmm. yeah. present you with all the facts so yeah, that you can... To shatter, really. to shatter your held presuppositions mm-hmm. exactly. and help you build new co- categories for thinking. Exactly. So this is this is being truly human, guys. The Timothy Project. I think that should be a hashtag. But our, 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 our motto is presenting everyone perfect. So yeah, back to my story. Sure. <laughs> my story. Uh, don't mind them. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um. So that's what it means to be truly human. Mm-hmm. Um. If you flip your Bible two three pages, Genesis chapter three, mm-hmm. we see that the whole story goes down the hill, right? Yeah. Men want to. So Adam and Eve eat the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Yeah. And uh, they rebel against God's command. So God says that, trust me, follow me, and you'll be truly human. Mm-hmm. They want to define humanity on their terms. Mm. And the rest of human history is the consequence of human beings defining what it means to be mm-hmm. human on their own terms. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So we see the wars, the atrocities, mm-hmm. the pain, the suffering. Then fast forward, Jesus comes into the story, mm. right? God comes into the, enters the fray in this man called Jesus, mm-hmm. right? So God in Jesus lives out a life, calls people to follow him on a path 
to true humanity. Mm. And now says that we, his disciples, should go out there and tell the other humans, our brothers and our sisters out there, that the pathway to becoming truly ourselves has been opened. Come, let's surrender to Jesus. Let's follow him. And the more we become like him, the more we truly become who we are meant to be. Mm. And wow. that is that, and that is why becoming a disciple of Jesus is so important. Yeah. We live in a day and age where uh, the more you are queer, the more you are independent, the more you are away from the from the status quo, you are you are celebrated. Mm-hmm. But what Jesus is saying that yes, you need to be you, but the way and the path to being you. It's through me. me. Exactly. It's me. Exactly. Yeah, so and, that, that's uh, why it's important to be a disciple. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's paramount to our self-discovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like what you said earlier about redefining what our humanity is on our own terms. Yeah. And, and, and if you look in the world today, a lot of the confusion that is in the world is basically because people are just defining mm-hmm. what they think their humanity should be. Yeah. True. True. On, on the very... Um, touchy subject of, of of sexual orientation. Yeah, we have people just defining for themselves who they think they are True. or should be. Okay, and we have a pantheon of sexual orientations, and every day there's an they taking over their whole alphabet. Yeah, every every day, every every day there is there's an addition. The alphabet people. Yeah, every day there's an addition, and it's people like there's so much confusion. Mm-hmm. okay in the world and i think that as beth rightly said for us to be truly human and understand what we have been made to be we need to go to the source True. the one who made us and in being his disciple we can become truly what we need to be lovely yeah. are you a disciple or really are you human are you truly human well let's look at the the cover photo and that's something i really love about the blog post the cover photos just they speak a lot. I mm. mean, I think the definition of, of a picture is a thousand words. Like, yeah. I'm looking at it and it's, it's, a, it's a lady looking into a mirror and seeing Christ in it. It's a scripture for that, right? We be holding us in the mirror, the image of God. You're yeah. being changed into that same image from glory to glory. Exactly. So what do we think about this picture? I mean, how, what, what, what are the processes in, in getting, getting to see that? Can see us. I think um, first of all, shout yes, out to shout out to Miracle Miracle's a graphic designer. Yeah, yeah. A it's, lot it's of a lot of work goes into these cover photos. That we have to think through it, run it through the grid of scripture. Mm-hmm. How does it fit into the blog post and everything? So and our critic has to approve and, and, it. Yeah. And oh so come on, guys! And finally, <laughs> has to finally has to go through. It has so to go too. through so too, Charlie. <laughs> so yeah. Um. For what we are seeing here, I think that the we are looking at the the end goal of mm-hmm. uh, the whole discipleship process, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so we've kind of like gone ahead of ourselves, and so um, the the whole point of discipleship, if you study the the breakdown of the word and everything, is to be like the person you are understanding. Yeah. So we have sort of like an apprenticeship thing going on there. You yeah. go and understudy, and at the end of the day, you want to be like. So for us Christians, the 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 image 
or the final destination yeah. is Jesus Christ. Yeah. So we have a lady that is looking in the mirror, seeing Jesus Christ, sort of like showing that, oh, she has arrived. No, oh, okay. Right. So the, the moment we begin to see Christ in you, you are getting there. And, mm-hmm. and we, uh, we feel like it's a thought-provoking picture. Mm-hmm. Mm. It gets you to think that when, I, I'm suppo- when I'm, I look in this same mirror, who will I see? Exactly. Right? So we, 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 we go, we stand in front of mirrors every day and we expect to see ourselves. Yeah. Right? But we are actually supposed to stand in front of the mirror and see, see Jesus. Jesus. Mm-hmm. That so, means when the world sees us, who are they actually seeing? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's for us to think about. It's just to draw you in and for you to reflect on the message. Yeah. Yeah. True. But I'm looking at ways to get there. I mean, how do I, how do I get to this final destination of having to look in the mirror and see Christ? Well, um, that, this is why Timothy Project exists, right? So the first step in this entire process is first to surrender to Jesus. Yeah. Um, we, we can't even, the sad part is we can't even do it on our own. Mm-hmm. Um, the better part of human history has, has been riddled with attempts to do it on our own and saddled with failures. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, but we see Jesus coming, showing us what it truly means. We see him loving his enemies. Mm-hmm. We see him healing the sick, bringing healing to broken situations. Yeah. And he calls us to a life of surrender. So the first step is to surrender your life to him mm. and commit your life to him. And um, read your Bibles, submit to the word of God as you see it in your Bible. Sometimes that's the hard part. The Bible, the Bible for us Christians is the mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. right so we look into the mirror that you read the bible and the bible is telling you that do not tell lies then you have to you have to watch your reflection i'm a liar and i'm exactly. looking into this mirror that says that i should not be telling lies that means i must correct my self-image so from surrendering to jesus christ we must surrender to his word and it is that constant day-to-day surrender that gets us on the journey to becoming like jesus I guess that's what the scripture is all about. Where you're beholding the image, the word of God, Jesus mm-hmm. Himself, and then as you're doing that, every single time you're being transformed into that same image, exactly. from glory yeah. to glory. That's a lovely thing. In fact, I'm actually picturing myself looking into a mirror and having that glorious picture look back at me. Like that's the aim, guys. Like at the end of the day, I don't know if I struggles, whatever you are involved in. Like this is this is the main deal. Like this. This is the essence of your existence. And so you have to make time for it. There's no other way around it, right? There are no other substitutes, basically. This this is it. But let's back it up a bit. In the blog post, I really love the way, again, shattering things. (laughs) We we sort of talked about the, the word Christian and disciple. But the fact that now everybody uses Christian anyhow. Even people that don't really believe in Jesus, but because they, they are not Muslims, they call themselves Christians. Yeah. It's a funny thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, um, so to touch on it briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the New Testament, we see the, the term used to refer to Jesus' followers yeah. change 
along there. So at the beginning, they are called disciples. Yeah. Yes. And there's a fun fact. Not all Jesus' disciples were apostles. Usually when we say disciples, our mind usually goes 12. The 12, yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. But we have the 12, there were the 70, the 70 there yeah. were the 120, 120 as well. Yeah. Right. So all of these people were Jesus followers and Jesus followers were disciples. So these were people that were understanding Jesus to become like him. So they, they had the, what they called Jesus was teacher, rabbi, mm-hmm. or yeah. in the Aramaic Rabboni. Yeah. So they saw Jesus as their teacher, who they were, they were going to become like. And, and the thing with the Jewish Rabbonic system was that you are not just studying to uh, gain knowledge. Your, your target is to become like your rabbi. So there were instances in the Rabbonic culture where somebody would um, come to training for the day and he's not dressed like his master. He goes back home <laughs> to change and look like him. Okay. So the, the, the disciple for the day who shows up and doesn't have to go back to change and looks like his master is rewarded okay. because he is getting into the mood mm-hmm. of thinking for his master. So he can predict that this is what the teacher will wear. So I'll mm-hmm. wear this on this day. Okay. Right? So th- that is how they view their teachers and their instructors. That's why teachers and rabbis were hailed and held in such high esteem in yeah. their culture because they were the, they were the standard that people wanted to become like. So we see them referred to first as disciples. Mm-hmm. Then uh, along the line, they became uh, known as the people of the way. Yes. Yeah. Because they kept on referring to Jesus as, as the, the only way. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So they became known as the people of the way. Then uh, as the Christian movement spread, they go to Antioch. Antioch, yeah. And the Antiochians called them Christians. It was, it was actually a derogatory term in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right, so they were actually laughing at or teasing them that they are mimicking Jesus, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? But what became a derogatory term, I think, is quite instructive, right? So now, now the term Christian is actually watered down, right? Yeah. So for us in our generation, Christian could mean anybody who goes to church, or like uh, Mario said, anybody who is not a Muslim, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or who is not an atheist, or is not a traditionalist, exactly, right? So if you are not any other thing, then you are a Christian. Then you are a Christian. <laughs> but for us, we must, we must, we. I think we must reclaim the meaning of the word. Yeah. Right. And that's. I think that's one of the reasons why we went in this direction of the post. We wanted to reclaim the term Christian. Yeah. That a Christian is not just someone who comes to church. Mm. A Christian is not someone who is not any other thing. But a Christian is someone who is in an active process of becoming. Like Jesus. First of all, he has accepted Jesus as his Lord and Savior, submitted mm-hmm. to his Lordship. His, mm-hmm. That means you have submitted to Jesus being master over your life. Mm-hmm. And you are in an active process mm-hmm. of becoming like him. Yeah. 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 And, well, you guys can't see this, but Bethma was smiling the entire time <laughs> while he was saying this. And that that's what I love. That discipleship is not, it's not some hard lecture or your elective math class like it's it's something that's exciting it's something that is is mind-blowing like you are you are literally becoming a better person with every everything you are learning every time you are seeing christ himself 
exactly um and just to add a bit to that um a lot a lot of people maybe because the word we've been using maybe teacher and learning and words like that people boring, yeah, yeah people may be, people, <laughs> people may begin to think it's 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 quite tedious but what what we are what christ is calling you into is actually a relationship mm-hmm. okay um if you are if you are in a relationship with him it's it's very easy for people to learn stuff from people that they love to be around in yeah. fact people that love each other and spend a lot of time with each Woo-hoo. other Stand, tend to bed one please experience <laughs> <laughs> they they tend to they tend to start imbibing without actively learning we tend to yes okay. i mean that's a show so <laughs> i'm speaking generally <laughs> so you you realize that and 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 you realize that people who have, who have been married for a very long time um you would look at them and be, i've heard it's being said that they they look they alike they look alike true and they, sometimes they even react exactly because these are people that have been students of themselves yeah. unknowingly because they are in a relationship mm-hmm. Ooh, i like i like that concept mm-hmm. i like the students of themselves concept. Yeah. yes yeah, you're going like to that. use it like that. yeah for you know <laughs> no, I, I i think you know i i i i think that whole really i think it's easier to learn in relationships mm-hmm. exactly so, yeah it just it just sparked up a whole train of thought in my mind yeah, go ahead, <laughs> i wonder what that train of thought is so it's it's actually a fun thing mm-hmm. um and it, it's not as tedious as as we may yeah. uh it may seem to look like and it's personal and it's, it's very personal and 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 a lot of people um console themselves in especially not not a lot of people per se, less, a lot of christians mm-hmm. console themselves in the fact that they come to church um, they probably are in a department or two. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, come for a few church programs and all of that. But if you delve deep into their lives, you realize that they do not have a personal relationship with the Lord they say that they are disciples of. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if we will if we will be deliberate about our relationship with, with, with the Lord, it will become much, much easier for us to truly be disciples True. and it will not be as tedious as it may, it may seem to be true so that's the first step and that's basically what you need all through to become a disciple so if you want to take this first step and enter a love relationship with jesus you can reach us on any of our social media platforms or send us an email we have people that are waiting to talk to you about this lover of ours and who is also dying to be your lover as well. Who died to be your lover? Gotcha. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. So this is all we have time for. I'm just leaving you with the fact that um, being a disciple is exactly what you've, you are, you're made to do or exactly why you are in existence in the first place. And so ask the hard questions, seek the knowledge because that's how you become the real you. And the real you is Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, don't don't be shy to ask the hard questions. Exactly. Jesus said, "Ask and you will receive." Mm-hmm. And answers are only given to questions. True. So, exactly. and 
for me, I, 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 we welcome the hard questions here at Timothy Project. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Your questions don't intimidate us at all. Not yeah. at all. Not at all. <laughs> um, if, if, if we don't know in the moment, we will go and find out. Exactly. Yeah. We we'll search the scriptures till we can answer. Because we're all learning. Aren't yes. You? And, yeah. Um, yeah. We're excited to have you on board on this journey. Yeah. We we hope that you stick with us throughout and then. Um, you know what? Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, to tell another friend. Yes. <laughs> that uh, you're, on your, you're on your way to becoming a Timothy. Mm-hmm. And um, it's an exciting ride. And you want to have them on board as well. Yeah. Nice. So, are you a disciple? Ponder this and take action. We'll see you on our next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Between the Lines by the Timothy Project. The Timothy Project is a crowdfunded discipleship ministry that seeks to train and disciple young believers, presenting them perfect to Christ. What we do here is made possible by your generous gifts and donations. If you've been blessed and seek to support us, you can find our giving options in the description below. Keep tabs on our website for exciting blog posts. You can also interact with us on our social media handles in the description below. The Timothy Project, presenting every man perfect.